it's respect for I guess their they didn't even want me recording. A guy was like harassing me. <laughs> no recording here. And I was like, I don't habla Italiano. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> Are you talking to me? <laughs> oh my gosh! This is Confessions of Coconuts. Episode 25. Hi, I'm Coco. And I'm Cashew. Hi, Cashew. Hi. 25 episodes already. Oh, yeah. That's like, <laughs> wow, it's kind of like 20th anniversary, but not really because it hasn't been 20 years. No, I. No, 25 episodes. It's actually pretty good. I mean, yeah, we've been doing this for seven. Have, yeah, yeah. That's actually kind of terrifying. I didn't realize it's been that long. <laughs> terrifying. Um, yeah. For lack of better word. No, I know it's been ter- it's terrifying. I can't believe I dedicated so much of my time to this. Oh man, it's been something. Yes, it has. I can attest to that. Yeah. Well, but you know, uh, God help those who help themselves. Sure. Yeah. Or what is it? Hard work pays off. Uh, I guess no pain, no gain. (laughs) Did you know? Oh, did you? I learned this in AP language and composition, guys. This class, I hate this class, but like it's influencing me more than I would like to admit. So I was doing my lesson about you know Benjamin Franklin and you know uh, Poor Richard's Almanac, and apparently one of the aphorisms in Poor Richard's Almanac was like no pain no gain i was like wow i didn't know that benjamin franklin was the originator of this no pain no gain message really that old of Mm -hmm. a saying huh yeah that's what i learned um but you know see you and your politics it's not politics it's It's history yes it's history which by the way though this girl here in history just ask a question she knows it not about history yeah you do you do you know all about Thomas Jefferson, the Louisiana Purchase, <laughs> Hamilton. Well, I only know ninety percent of my information because of the Broadway musical Hamilton. Because no, but actually, you do know a lot. You do, I mean, I guess. Yeah, you do know a lot. I yeah. Don't ask me about the Brazilian history. Please. Oh, because you don't know. <laughs> what? Let a me Brazilian confess. Citizen. Let me confess. Apparently, what I heard. From Coco here is that it's required to vote in in Brazil, so like you have to vote, otherwise there's a fine. And she like you know has been living in the United States for like so long, right? So she has been voting for like the past like seven elections or something. And you have to tell the world that so I can get a fee, huh? <laughs> oh, that's so funny. Oh, by the way, though the the presidential election was that just yesterday. Really? Yeah. And guess did they what? get the results? Guess what? What? I didn't vote. <laughs> oh, oh no! So next time we go to Brazil and try to like buy a house or something, be like, mm, show us your little uh little form that says you did you voted. And she's like, oops. And well, we're not buying a house in Brazil. Oh. We are going to do that in Italy. Oh, are we? Yes, because since my trip, I am just in love with that place. Which, by the way, today I want to finish telling you guys all about it. Honestly. 
hopefully this will wrap up the whole Italy thing. Because after she's been to Italy, that's all she's been talking about for, like, the past, like, three weeks. I'm like, okay, yeah. you were there, like, I love last it. month. Actually, yeah, it's been a month. Like, right now is the 8th. So I was there at the 8th, having a good time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was actually such an amazing trip. Um, I don't know if I told you guys what hard time I had with the food but there were some pretty good food that I decided to venture and try uh, one of the uh, my favorite uh, was the black pasta um, it's actually like made out of um, well actually it's colored out of some type of um, squid ink or something no. like that squid ink pasta is where you like you have the pasta and then you put squid ink on it and then it makes it black but there's like a sauce because it's squid ink oh yeah that's what no, I learned that's, then that's not what yeah. it is because the, the pasta is dry already black so they put something on the flour in the flour maybe yeah but it's definitely not squid ink yeah so I'm sorry if I say that I have no idea what I'm talking about <laughs> a mood honestly but the pasta was black and at this restaurant that I ate in Cornelia in one of the villages of Cinque Terre um, they had this uh, amazing dish that I venture uh, to try and yes um, please forgive me I did eat some shrimp uh, because there was some shrimp in that uh, pasta I wanted to try the dish as it was um, not without the because I didn't know if I removed the shrimp it would be I don't know I just saw someone eating and I thought mm, nice <laughs> so I had it <laughs> I mean that's Hopefully, what happens when you limit yourself I wasn't In trying my to limit opinion. myself I was trying to try something new I mean I was thinking well maybe the shrimp here are in better health the shrimp back home well, you know, all y'all know my stance on this whole food issue. Well, and they also comes... know my stance that the reason why I believe I have said this many times that the reason why I am in the diet, in the, in the choice that I have made is that I don't like the way the animals are treated. And I, I, it's just inhumane the way they are race the way they are treated the way they are killed it's just an awful environment so i well, don't want that you said inhumane as if the animals are human as well i mean i think yeah, that it's there's just a... cruelty i mean I get, you, yeah. you, you get what i'm saying right yeah i do S excuse me english is my second language yes, i have a limited vocabulary well. no you don't no you do not she uses words like flabbergasted. Like, no American that I know has the word flabbergasted in their personal vocabulary. I learned that from your father a long time ago. I, I wonder what kind of vocabulary he has. Jeez. Yeah, he was actually pretty smart, but not not very smart because he's not with us. But Oh, wow. <laughs> Do you hear that shade, guys? Man, can't believe this roasted from like a thousand miles away. Uh, but anyway, um, so yeah, so I tried this dish and so it was so lovely that I was like, well, man, I have to, I have to recreate this at home. So got the pasta, got the idea of the dish. And then I said, I'm going to give this to P because she is going to love this gift. And so I told her 
I would replicate the pasta for her because I knew she would enjoy having some shrimp. Yes. Yes, I enjoyed eating this dish as well, even though it was not my gift. <laughs> I ate it anyway. What was it, your gift? My gift? I got a bunch of cloves. Yeah, yeah. Heck yeah, man. I got this weird thing that was like a lemon soap bar or something, but I don't know if it's soap. I just smells nice. It was like a lemon, so I was like, cool. Ooh, like, I think I told you guys, like, lemon is the, the symbol of Cinque Terre. It's lemons everywhere, so that's why, and it smells so good. I did, I did get a, a little perfumey thingy about um, that, you know, lemony thingy. But Lovelina here, she got the smelling goods herself. So uh-huh, yes, I did. I have no idea what I'm gonna do with it because I'm still <laughs> not sure if it's soap or not. But then I have like a bunch of clothes. And I wore some clothes to, like, some of my outfits or whatever, like, recently. And, you know, that's really cool. But, like, I had the pasta, and it was good. But I do admit, like, I regret to admit this in front of my own mother and in front of everybody that is listening to right now. But, yeah, so I ate the dish. I was like, oh, this is good. I love this dish with the pasta and the seasonings and the shrimp. And then I, like, finished eating. Then I drink some water. I'm like, oh, I don't feel too good. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, oh, no, this is living up to everything my mother has said. I can't believe this. So, yeah, yeah I was like, oh, I don't feel good. I should probably stop eating because I kind of feel like if I eat anymore, I'm going to, like, throw up. And then I was like, ah, so I just drink more water and went upstairs. Yeah, it's, it, I mean, our bodies are just not used to it anymore, you know. And uh, even though I bought good shrimp, uh, we do not eat farm-raised fish in this home. And we, well, we try not to eat fish, period, but farm-raised, it's not okay. So I, I pay, like, extra money to get wild caught from the Gulf. I don't even know if that's a good thing, but at least it's not from the Pacific where we have all the radiation going. I'm still yet to be convinced about all the radiation going in the Pacific Ocean. Well, but I did enjoy the pasta, and I also had some nice limoncello. Well, limoncello is actually a liquor, uh, an Italian liquor. It is very nice, though. It's just like Bailey's. When you taste and you feel the burn seconds later, that's how limoncello is. I really like it. And so every time I have some type of Italian um, Italian food from Italy, I drink some of the limoncello. And it's just like one little thing, not even... Oh, my gosh. It's so little. It's just like to... It's just a sip, right, mommy? It smells like rubbing alcohol. <laughs> That's all I have to say about it. It doesn't smell too nice. Well, speaking of drinks and liquor, not that I am the type of girl who drinks a lot, but when I was in Italy, I drank some a drink called Spritz. Um, it's basically Prosecco, wine Prosecco, uh, with some type of uh, orangey mixture it's actually really nice and i'm gonna put some pictures up and you guys gonna see like every day i was drinking spritz um they drink spritz for happy hour and for just you know just to hang out it's actually a very colorful drink it tastes nice and it's just yeah it's i it's just so so nice um 
So I did tell you guys that I went to Genova, Portofino, Cinque Terre, and then after spending time at Cinque Terre, um, went to Pisa. Mm, mm, mm. What do you know about Pisa, love? Well, I know there's a Leaning Tower of Pisa. Mm-hmm. Oh, I went to Porto Venere before I went to Pisa, but it's like Cinque Terre, but Pisa, tell me Pisa. Oh, yes. I don't know much about Pisa uh, since I am not an Italian historian, <laughs> but I know there's the Leaning Tower and then there's a bunch of people, like a bunch of white people that go and try to pretend to hold it up <laughs> in all their photos. That's literally all I see. Why do you have to say white people? Because that's like a white people only thing. I'm telling you, y'all. Um, I saw a bunch of people doing it and it was not just white people doing it's it. It's a stereotypical white people thing, I'd assume. You know, that's all I know. Lots of people, they, they pretend to hold it up or to be like leaning on it or something. Yes, it is true. And a lots of people were doing it. They have this piazza, which is like a just a, a place a plaza with like the tower the cathedral and some museums and then this round building that they used to uh, use for baptizing the folks um which is just yeah just there but you can climb up and then you can see everything the cathedral is very pretty um the tower it's just a tower. <laughs> <laughs> Me. But it's very pretty, and I was really, really close to it. They are military everywhere. What do they think you're going to do? And they're going to steal the Leaning Tower of Pisa No, or but you could bomb. You know, people could do bad things. There is, like, a national monument. I mean, you know Pisa for the Leaning Tower, even though it's just a tower. Oh, that, yeah. But it got really... And, and this, that whole piazza is beautiful. So I'm just trying to imagine like what it'd be like if someone like tried to steal it though, because you know have like y'all ever like seen the movie like uh, National Treasure with Nicolas Cage where he steals the Declaration of Independence for some God knows what reason? Like what oh if there was gosh. like National Treasure or like National Tower or something with like Italian edition <laughs> and they tried to steal like. I don't know, the Leaning Tower of Pisa or, like, the Rome Coliseum or something. Like, imagine, that would be, like, a really cool sci-fi movie. They're like, oh, yeah, we're, like, some uh, people who are going to steal the Coliseum because we want to get so much of bank and hold the Coliseum for a ransom. I don't know. Oh, my gosh, you can't just move those things. I don't know. This is why it's sci-fi. Because (laughs) in sci-fi, you can do whatever the heck you want. You can just, like, beam it up, you know, like... Being up the Coliseum is like stolen, ha ha ha. You're so and silly. I love heist books and movies. Oh, yeah, so, you do, you do. So, yeah, if anyone, any of the listeners out there decide to make this a book or a movie or a screenplay, you know, hit me up so we can talk about, you know, details and pricing. <laughs> anyway, I didn't go inside the tower, but it was an amazing experience to be there at a monument that is well known in the whole in the whole world um after after pisa we went to lucca lucca is the city of of 101 churches and is a very very small city it's the only city i hear in italy that still has its walls around it i don't know if you know this but Every city had its walls around us back in the day. Mm-hmm. And 
Luca is the only one that still has the walls up. Um, it's beautiful and very unique. We were there at the day they were going to do the procession, the procession of the Holy Cross. I, I didn't understand what was going on. So as we were walking, there were these guys on big forklifts, not forklift, the one that lifts up. I forgot the name of it. But you know the ones that they go inside the bucket and it goes all the way up. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So basically, they frame every single building, every single house, every single store in the whole entire path. Of, I'll tell you the story of the that of the procession with um, candles, candles, real candles. So these men spend the whole day lining up every single candle. Think about an arch from a building. How many candles do you have to use to fill that arch? If you guys want to see the pictures, I'm gonna post on the show notes. It's impressive these guys the whole day they were lining up every single candle why don't they just get like some battery powered because that ruins the authenticity i'm telling you so the whole so we sit down we walk around uh, luca and we saw like 15 churches and like oh damn I'm, i think he got enough we don't want to see 101 <laughs> churches but um we go along Lucas very because oh let's go eat yeah let's go eat so we sit down to eat and as I mentioned before everybody is smoking so we order some spritz of course because you have to have your spritz every day then we order our food it was actually a very nice restaurant with very nice menu and this couple which we found out later was a dad and a daughter sits by us and we were just okay fine I have so many people sitting by us and they were talking and um out of nowhere he speaks to us in English do you mind if I smoke and we looked at each other and as you guys know I travel with a friend from church so I don't know if I told you but yeah so we look at each other and we like um thank you for asking but we rather not but then we look around everyone else is smoking but he was so kind to ask and i was like wow and then he looked at us like oh you must be american <laughs> me also <laughs> i was like and then we laughed and we introduced ourselves yes yes um i was I think I started eating my bread or what, what, but my friend kept talking to them. So we found out that they were Italians and they lived in Luca, but they left Luca 20 or 25 years ago to live in Bangkok, Thailand. Um, to They opened a company there, but every single year they come back for this procession because Every single year, everybody from Luca that has moved from Luca, there are Catholics, I guess, they come back to participate in this procession. As a matter of fact, there were some people across from us that came from the U.S. They were talking, and a lot of people come from all over the world 
to participate on the procession again. So the procession is, they believe that this cross was at, at a church um, at the opposite side of the city. And then they, they put the, church, the, the cross there and they come back the next day, the cross is no longer there. Nobody touched it because where they left and whoever did it, it was the only person that touched. And the person swear they did not touch it. The cross appeared on the other side of town on a different church. And so they believe that the cross just miraculous, miracle, miraculously, miraculously miraculously yes appear on the other church for a reason so the church that the cross appears they made it the cathedral of that city <laughs> and so the procession goes from the church that the cross was to the church where the cross appear which is the new cathedral when was this when did this happen long 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 time ago and this is the guy telling me all the story right i didn't read about this because actually guys we're trying to go places everything's in italian nothing is translated so if you don't have a tour it's very hard to read around around the stuff everything's in italian and my italian unfortunately is very limited so um, he was telling me all this, and it was very nice. He said, you guys should wait for the procession because it's, you know, only happens once a year. And these guys work so hard to light up every single candle, and it's going to be beautiful, and we are going to be there. And I was like, oh, you guys are so nice. But it was getting late, and I was like, I was born Catholic, okay, and I have seen processions. I have seen massive processions. I have seen, oh my gosh, magnificent processions. In Brazil, people don't, yes, they, they, they don't play. They don't play. But it was beautiful. We stayed because my friend had never seen a procession. So we stayed. Well, that's what happens when you're not Catholic. I guess. We stayed. So we were eating, and there's a water on our uh, table that we didn't order. So we called the waitress, and I was like, I'm sorry, because as you guys, if you guys know, they don't give water in Italy. You have to pay for the water. So she brings the, and it's very expensive. So she brings the water, and I was like, we didn't order the water, and you can take it. And he's like, it's already paid what what I didn't understand what he said. So when he left, when he was about to leave, um, his his uh, daughter comes to us and say, it was very nice to meet you guys. And by the way, don't let the waiter charge your dinner again because my dad just paid for everything. And I was like, what? <laughs> uh, come again? <laughs> I was like, what? What did you just say? You paid for my dinner? And it was the nice thing ever because I we had no idea. Have you had anyone pay for your dinner before? I've never had anyone pay for my dinner. And I've been talking to my friend, my Italian friends, and they were saying that this guy was some guy. It was not every... I mean, Italians are nice, but not that nice. <laughs> <laughs> Me, honestly. So he was so nice. So... 
on my trip to Thailand, I am gonna hunt him down. <laughs> I'm gonna try to find him. But um, you know his name and stuff. I have no idea who he is. Oh no! I have no idea, but I know some details that his son, um, his son founded the um, one of the cricket, the cricket team in Luka. So I can also <laughs> I, like yes. searches online. Yes, and I also know the kind of business he is in Bangkok. So I can also try to search. And see an Italian name somewhere. Like, I don't know. I'm gonna play hey, detective, hey. and then knock on his door. Yeah, and say, it's me. Hey, <laughs> it's time for me to pay your dinner. <laughs> <laughs> but he was so nice, and I was just like that. It was so 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 nice, and um, <laughs> I it's, I don't know. I never had that done to me before, so it was like what. Did you just pay? So my friend was so like touched, like, oh, please let me take a picture with you guys. <laughs> so we have a picture with them too. Um, that was very nice. The procession was nice in Luca. Luca is a very lovely city. So if you guys ever, ever plan on going to the Toscana region, because Pisa and Luca is already part of the Toscana region. It's not Linguria, which was Cinque Terre and La Spezia. But yeah, it was awesome. Um, after after Luca, we just went to Milano, and and Milano, just like Pisa, had military everywhere because it's the Duomo, and they don't want anybody messing up the Duomo. What is the Duomo? It's a church, baby. It's a <laughs> church. Baby. <laughs> the church just took 600,000 years. No, 600? Huh? No, 600 years, not thousand. Okay, because 600,000 years is a long time. Yeah. I don't think that much time has passed. No, no, 600 years. It just took 600 years to build. It's impressive to say the least it's one of i think is the most impressive building i have ever visited in my life really mommy it's beautiful and the detail it's magnificent it's uh, the military that was at the duomo mm. beautiful and magnificent <laughs> the military was also beautiful and magnificent yes. Yes, the guy who was checking the bags. OMG. Oh my gosh. OMG. I, you know, there was a guy, there was no military girls. I don't know why. But you think like the TSA has the women uh, searcher and the men searcher thingy. Or whatever, I guess. Or whatever. They, it was men. Men just. You open up your arms, they go with the machine, ting, 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 looking for metal, for guns, and all that kind of stuff. You turn around, and he was also very playful, too. But he was not as hot as the guy checking oh the bags. Gosh, uh. Mommy, the guy was tall as heck, right? And was handsome. Ew, he was handsome. I didn't expect to be so handsome, so I... I passed by the guy checking me for metal on the metal detector. And then I'm walking down, looking down, holding my back because the next step is for the guy. And as he's like, 
Americans and I looked because he needed to understand if he's speaking English or Italian. And I say yes. And then I look around, I look up and I say yes. I was like, oh my God. <laughs> he just smiled. <laughs> I was like, wow, yes, we are Americans. He's my bag. <laughs> oh my gosh. Wow, he was so handsome. Oh, wow. Wow. And my friend, she's so she, she passes by him. And before we get to the entrance, there's another one checking for something else that the <laughs> two of them forget. And asking for tickets because, yes, you have to pay to go inside the church. And um, she's like, Oh my gosh, did you see how handsome he was? And I was like, I couldn't even breathe. <laughs> What are you talking about? <laughs> oh my god! I was like, why did they have to have such a handsome man here? It's, it's just like, oh, I have to be focused on the Duomo, not on the military guys, you know? Just like, anyway. The This has been Dating with Coco. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in. No, no. I, ha I, I guess I have to go back and find him now. But, uh, <laughs> as well as the guy from Bangkok. <laughs> I go back and sit by the Duomo every day. It's like, hey, can you check my bag? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, because... I don't know, you'd be sly and then you put and like wrap some sort of piece of paper and metal and then he'd be like hmm what's this and then it's like your number and you'd be like hey <laughs> i'm like please take me to prison or something <laughs> <laughs> i go to the duomo every day i won't buy the ticket so it won't work because you have to present your ticket to be able to go to the line first mm -hmm. right and then Before you get to the line, you present your ticket. So I don't, this guy needs to be like, man, I'm just gonna have to be stalking him from outside the line. Oh my gosh. I wait until he gets there, and I wait until he it finishes the Now shift. that's a little bit creepy. <laughs> Now it's getting borderline, like, stalking and aggression. All right, fine. Uh, okay, let's talk about the Duomo. Oh, yes, the Duomo. The Duomo, you cannot take anything in there. No food. Actually, you can take your food, but it has to be inside your bag, clothes, no eating in a church. <laughs> no drinking either, whether it's water or nothing. No drinking, and only the priests can eat, can drink. <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm not sure what that sly laugh was about. Okay, but, um, but once you... Oh, the ladies... Okay, if they cannot enter the Duomo if they have shorts on. No, 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 no. Uh, why? Because it's not proper. Catholic ladies don't walk around in shirts. And they don't go to church in shirts, okay? If you want to go to a sacred location like that, sacred, you have to buy, you have to buy like uh, some type of 
fake skirt to put around your <laughs> around your waist. waist. And if you have like tank tops or anything showing your shoulders, you can go in either. I never understood why shoulders were such a bad thing. I know, right? Because it's like, oh, you can see my shoulder. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so distracted by your very attractive shoulder. <laughs> I can't pay attention. I am a priest. I can't pay attention. <laughs> what I'm saying because you're showing your shoulder. I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> so they have to buy what? A fake coat. Put, <laughs> they have to fake. buy. Have to buy. Did you witness this? Yes, mommy. They would not let any lady go by. I was so upset, not so upset, but I was so sad for this American family that they had, like, the mom was wearing shorts and tank top, and the three girls, oh, it was a hot day. I don't blame them. And they came to see the Duomo that day. None of them could have gone in. And they refused to buy the family. <laughs> buy your fake skirt <laughs> yeah because the guy was like i'm sorry madam you're going to have to buy this outfit or outfit cover and she's like <laughs> what yeah she was sassy um but anyway so were you wearing proper attire yes i was yes i was i had pants and long sleeve shirt but it was a hot day. I know, but my shirts were, like, really flowy. Ah. Uh, yeah, so it was cool. It was cool. And then um, he didn't frown upon my outfit. <laughs> <laughs> he Maybe that's what the last checkpoint guy was for. <laughs> to check the outfits, critically scan. No, actually, the first guy before the line, he, he would not let anyone in the line, in line that was not proper dressed. No, no sorry. And my friend didn't have her shoulders covered. And I was like, did you bring a scarf? She wore scarves every day of the trip, but not the day <laughs> that she needed. How inconvenient. <laughs> She's like, no, do you think they're going to mine? I was like, well, they're mining every single one. They led her through the line. The hottie led her through. The guy led her through the church. When she was inside the church, the guy was like, ma'am, no, 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 madam, you have to leave. <laughs> She's like, I beg your pardon? I just got here. <laughs> so she's like, the exit is over there because she didn't have her shoulders covered. So oh, then man. what happened? She had to leave. But it was beautiful. I felt the Holy Spirit in that place. I've never seen a, a place so beautiful. Uh, it was, I was speechless. I could, it was overwhelming. I stopped crying. How, wow, the presence of the Lord was there. I mean, I know what they believe and I know what they do, but Holy Spirit's the Holy Spirit, you know? Mm -hmm. Jesus is Jesus. And I felt it that in that place. And the smell of frankincense, the smell of the incense that they go, I don't know if you ever seen. Yeah, I've seen it. That smell, I have 
that smell in me because I was Catholic growing up. As you enter the church, the smell is like, oh my gosh, this is so familiar. <laughs> it was so nice. But the creepy thing is that they have a bunch of priests, mummies in there. And they are all over the place. A lot of mummies. Like, are they in like tombs? Yes, in cases. Because they are very special mummies. Okay. <laughs> very special <laughs> So they are on display. The mummies are all dressed with their priest attire. Wait, hold on. Hold on. So <laughs> you can see the bodies? Yes. Decomposed mummies. Wait, are you serious? Yes. No, wait, wait, wait. I have wait. pictures to wait, prove. Wait, wait, wait. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Okay, so is it like in one of those, like, uh, the, what are they called? The casket? No, they are inside cases, like glasses. Like, what? Just like Snow White or Sleeping Beauty. What? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you can see the face and yes. the skull in, there, in the priest's clothes? <laughs> <laughs> of course. I don't, well, I don't know, but I'm assuming they changed the clothing. <laughs> Because it can't be just the mummy decomposed and dehydrated and the clothes didn't. Oh, well, I feel so bad for the person who had to do that, like handling the dead corpse. It's like, all right, I'm going to get you all nice and neat for the Duomo. <laughs> oh, man, what do you think you do for money? I can't but... believe this. That must be, like, so creepy, like, seeing corpses of dead priests on display <laughs> oh my gosh well it was beautiful the museum of the duomo was magnificent the all the artists that you know i don't worship idols or symbols or statues but the art the art i'm just talking about the art right now mm -hmm. it was um, what is the amazing, the most amazing adjet adjective? I don't even know. <laughs> <laughs> That's how good it is, apparently. Yeah, it was amazing. Amazing. And f the Duomo is very old, and so are the, the art at the museum. And so. the corpses. Yeah, <laughs> and, and it was uh, beautiful. If you guys ever go just by the past to see um, all the beautiful sights, and it's still so many people man it's overwhelming i wanted to get out of there really because it's so many people every single freaking day we made a mistake of going on sunday oh. which was double the amount because it's a church no because it's holiday sunday even so the locals are also having a good time not just the tourists oh <laughs> so it's so many people it's so many people so what would be the peak day the best day to go oh man like don't Wednesday? don't take don't go on the weekend no but we went to um the castle i forgot the name the name of the castle on the other side and on the piazza though there's the mall with all the ritzy uh, brands the the emanuele a mall, which is a beautiful building as well. Um, it was a very lovely downtown. Very lovely downtown. Um, I really enjoyed my stay in Milano. And uh, um, I wish I could have stayed there more. But I had to work two days. So that the following uh, Monday and Tuesday, I had to work. So I only enjoyed downtown after work. 
chisk chisk but it was actually very good because at work I met Italians and I was submerged with people speaking Italian and besides the meetings that I had all in English but does um, everyone speak English during for the meetings at work yeah like so, even the people from like the Czech Republic. Everybody on the meeting speak English. The Germans, the Czech, the Italians, the the French, the Belgians, the Americans, wow. they all speak English. Well, they're trying to accommodate the American people because we're insufferable. I don't know. I think um, English is the business language. You think so? so? Yes. So the company that I work for, it's a global company. So we do have to speak English for that reason. So ah, makes sense. But not everyone in uh, the our branch in Milano spoke English. It's just as the a matter executive of fact, people. Yes. As a matter of fact, they were explaining to me that the for some reason the young people, the young people like the millennials, not what is before what is after the millennials, the Y? That's the Gen Z me? The Z or the Y? I thought it was the Y. Which uh, one is the, the Y? Gen- millennials are Generation Y. Okay, so the Z. The Z and, yeah, a little bit of the millennials. They are refusing to speak English. So they have a shortage of people that have that can work in big companies. And also, youngsters are not have, they, they can't find jobs. There's, so the people, the young people can work. So there's a lot of young people with no jobs. There's a really, really huge problem in Italy right now that because the young they don't folks want to speak English. I don't think that's the sole purpose, but in a in a place where you having it, tourism is so thick mm-hmm. like that, it it would be very nice for the folks, the youngsters, to learn. But they don't like in even the company that we work that I work for. We offer in Italy courses in English for the people to learn it. They don't. They don't even sign up. The employees don't even sign up. They don't want to learn. Hmm. It's um. I it's, and so the guys were telling me that if you do speak English in Italy, and you are looking for a job, you get a job like super fast, like really really fast because they want people that speak English. And so another reason for me to go to live there. Well, actually, I mean, if you want to live there, you know, go off. I don't know. Sure. As soon as I graduate from college, then you can go new all the way to Italy, stay there, find your nice military guy that checks bags and be like, hey, we are married now and we're going to stay in Luca for the rest of our lives. Luca, huh? Okay. Yeah, or something. I don't know. We're it's gonna something's gonna happen to that resort and we'll keep you updated probably maybe yeah i don't know about that but um i really love the place um i really really love it i know that political political not political but um yeah political issues there they are in every country uh economic issues they are in every country um environmental issues they are all over the world it's just i mean you you name it so you have to find a place where you really love to live right now we love to live in the u.s but i don't know with all the stuff that is happening here if this is the place i really want to be when i'm when i am kid free kid free you act like, <laughs> but, like when my kids die this but, is where i'm gonna move well but even if like <laughs> 
right now I came back and I told my boss, hey, anytime, anytime <laughs> right now, anytime right now, you want to send me to the Milano branch, anytime right now. <laughs> I am in. <laughs> just let me know. Anytime right now. He just smiles. He just smiles and like pretends that I didn't say Wait, anything. Wait, did you actually say this? I did. We are all in the meeting. All in the meeting. And he's like, Jackie, how was your, how was your holiday? Did you enjoy? I was like, <laughs> well, the only thing I have to tell you is that anytime right now, anytime right now, you want to transfer me, I'm in. And he just... <laughs> He thinks I'm playing. <laughs> <laughs> Me. <laughs> but it was lovely, and I am certainly going back. Now that, you know, we were talking about the Luca, the Luca that my uh, dad and daughter, yeah. and that they are in Thailand. And I have been telling you, for the longest time that I want to go visit Thailand because that's one of the places that since I was a teenager, I saw that movie and I needed to go visit. What movie? The movie is The Beach with my favorite. We know who's my favorite? Leonardo DiCaprio. Yes. He is so my favorite that I even forgot about the guy at the Duomo right now. Because oh, wow. It's so powerful. Because Leonardo DiCaprio is just so... Oh. My goodness. He is not my favorite because he's handsome. Okay, let me <laughs> wow. let me let me just say he's my favorite because he's very talented and he's a humanitarian environmentalist. Guess you can't get any better than that no. when it comes to Coco. So no. all the boys, all the guys, all the yes. men out here. So if you He does are... smoke though, but I know he will come to his sense and stop smoking. Cause there makes no sense to save the world if you smoke, man. You're gonna die. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye, Leonardo DiCaprio. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> he was in the movie called The Beach. It was filmed in Thailand, and uh, since that movie, um, people were just like infatuated with the place the island they went in there and stopped polluting and polluting and polluting and for 18 years because that movie was in 2000 for 18 years these people have destroyed the island wait these people who tourists ah tourists and so well i wouldn't i wouldn't blame all the tourists because <laughs> The Thailand people was taking them there, was selling them things. It was just, it, they were doing it for their own profit, mm -hmm. of course. But now they can't, they can't hold it anymore. They can't control it anymore. That the corals are that dead, completely dead. The 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 beach is dirty with pollution and plastic and everything. So they closed it to clean it up, to give the coral some time to 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 rebuild. Just the, the the water is so polluted with sunscreen right now. That, sunscreen? Yeah, that they don't even know it's going to take a long time for them to clean. And so the beach is closed indefinitely. Sad. Well, thanks, Leonardo DiCaprio, for being such an influence. I'm telling you, you can tell a man by his influence, right? <laughs> okay. 
But anyway, yeah, that was my trip for Ita- for Italy, and that was my rant about Thailand. Yes, I'm not going to Thailand until they reopen the beach. <laughs> That's gonna take so long. <laughs> Then I am not going to Thailand. I'm going back to Italy, and I'm going to visit Toscana, the Toscana region. Okay. Yes, that's what I'm going to do. Yes. And also, we will also talk about Coco's Icelandic trip probably in the next podcast. Yes, because we have all talked about the whole Italian expedition. All right, yes, that is all cool, all cool. Uh, Can't wait to talk to you guys about my Iceland venture. And... um, Thank you so much for tuning in and for listening to the rest of my Italian trip. I can't wait to go back. So that was an unbelievable experience. So for now, thank you for listening. Goodbye. Bye-bye. podcast is brought to you by me and my mom the editing is done by me and the music is done by my mom and GarageBand. if you want to check us out on any of our social media you can find us on instagram and facebook as confess coco and youtube as confessions of coconuts where we post all of our cool adventures of us being zany and eating a bunch of cool food and stuff if you want to get in touch with us you can go to any of our social media if you want to donate you can go to our website confessionsofcoconuts.com And go to the donate page and drop some spare change while you're at it. While you're there, you might as well go visit the show notes and subscribe. Don't forget to subscribe because you're also subscribed to all podcasts. And I know you love us because you're listening right now. It'd be cool if you could share us on whatever social media you have. And just get the word out so we can continue to bless other people's ears with our amazing voices and our silly stories. The podcast is a lot of work, a lot of blood, sweat, and tears. And we truly thank you for listening. On that note, leave a review. Thank you so much.